Yes, and we're so delighted to be with you from Kingdom Apostolic Ministries. Listen, guys, we thank you for your love and your support. This ministry is so blessed because of people like you. We ask you a prayer. We need it. This gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world. We give our lives to this. We really do. And our family. Everything about us. is we believe this kingdom message. That Jesus taught. Really is the message the world needs to hear. So listen. We ask you to partner with us. So into this ministry. We'll put all the um, payment methods you can do. And help us. Partner with us. To reach the world for Jesus Christ. Shall they tell us. Yes, I want you to partner with us, reach out to us, let us know that we are being a blessing to you. And most importantly, I want you, I want to say welcome to 2021. The Lord has been good to us despite all of the attacks from the enemy, but we made it in Jesus' name. And so we are going forward by fire and by force. And nothing can stop us now in Jesus' name. I want you to declare that. I want you to believe that in this year for yourself and for your family. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Shalane. We said it perfectly. See you on the other side of greatness. God bless you. you know you and I are on borrowed time we are being given a time period to fulfill our destiny we are being given a no it's different from your wife it's different from your children it's different from your family you I say you watching on Facebook you are being given a specific time to carry out your assignment your mother cannot do it for you your daddy cannot do it for you your parents cannot do it for you they can pray for you and they can support you or even if they don't pray for you if they don't support you if they don't care about what's going on you still are obligated to fulfill a specific assignment in the time we call life for some people our life is 20 years so for some people our life is 40 years for some people our life is 50 some is 60 some is 70 some people it takes 90 years Jesus took 33 years to carry out his kingdom assignment for some people, they would say, oh my goodness, Jesus died young. No, but he died at the completion of his assignment. And we must tell people that we are not guaranteeing you any length of life. We are only can guarantee you that if you stay in the assignment Jesus has called you to fulfill, you are going to carry that assignment out and then you're going to be finished with this earth. Nobody knows the day or the time. But I guarantee you, if you are walking in the will of God, diseases, sudden death, untimely death, shall not come near you and I in Jesus' name. Somebody say that. Untimely death. You will not come near our dwelling in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. 
if you and I are praying like we should, if we are fasting like we should, if we are living holy like we should, Satan will have no legal authority to step in to shortchange our lives. But if there is an open door, I beg you today to close those doors because Satan is out not only to kill, steal, and destroy that nasty devil, that serpent, that Satan, and all of his demons, they are on over time. Why? They know their time is winding down. Satan, hallelujah, hell was prepared for Satan and his angels, and he wants to take many to hell with him. Hallelujah. My dear brother shared something yesterday about the unreached tribes of Asia and India. Hallelujah. 700 million still unreached for the gospel. We don't have time. Satan is on the same schedule. Jesus had the assignment of preaching the gospel of the kingdom to other cities. Satan has the same assignment to preach the kingdom of darkness to every city. Oh. Jesus left that assignment with the church. Hallelujah. What was Jesus sent to do? We have Jesus doing so many things. We have Jesus as Santa Claus. I want to let you know Jesus is not Santa Claus. Yes, we worship in the festive time of the season. But I want to let you know the devil, as I was praying, even this holiday, I saw it clearly. The devil has crept into the body of Christ and made him so preoccupied with what Jesus was doing. If Jesus is our Lord and King and our Master, and he said he must preach the gospel of the kingdom to other cities, what should we be doing? The exact same thing. We should be preaching the kingdom like our master. We shouldn't be consumed, oh, hallelujah, with Santa Claus and, and dressing up in red. Santa Claus has nothing to do with Jesus. It's all uh, a pagan worship. And this year, I've been studying, and I saw that the Yule log, the tree, and, and, and all of these things that we call Christmas has nothing to do with Christ. In fact, Christmas was barred from Europe and the U.S. because they, on the day of Christmas, they used to go out and party and drink and get drunk and have orgies and, and illicit sex. And it was barred. But the world came back and repackaged it in a nice friendly way to bring Christians into the pagan worship. We call it Easter, but Easter is also a pagan worship. Hallelujah. All of these pagan things have been crept into the body of Christ because the Satan doesn't want the gospel of the kingdom to be preached in its purity. That circular wreath that we put on our doors. I didn't put any on my door because I know now. I know this is going to bother some of you, but the truth must be taught. That wreath is something the witches and the wickers use because they believe when you take branches of trees and you put it in a circular way, it has a power to attract the demonic ram. Hallelujah. The mistletoe that people talk about kissing under the mistletoe. It's a demonic tree they use to draw people. Hallelujah. To kiss. I don't want any believers to be distracted with Santa Claus in the next year. The world is not going to come to Jesus and they believe Christmas is about Santa Claus 
I know we do that to attract the kids. We give them candies and we give them treats. But the heathen world, the pagan world is laughing because they know the origin of it is satanic. They know it's witchcraft. They know Easter, the Easter bunny, the Easter eggs. Hallelujah, hallelujah. When we're supposed to be teaching the kingdom of Jesus Christ, his powerful death, burial, and resurrection to the world, we are talking about the Easter bunny. The devil has disguised the kingdom message and counterfeited it and block it out so a dying world in India a dying world of people animalistic people in Africa cannot know the truth they think these celebrations are about candy and parties and drinking and they forget it's about the lordship and the blood and the cross and getting saved before Satan destroys your life I too used to worship in those pagan holidays Halloween, we have our children dressed up in costumes as Halloween, putting on masks. Hallelujah. Don't you know that that's Satan's holiday? That's the day. The Satanists and the witches and the wickers and the animalists do blood sacrifice. That's the day. Hallelujah. The highest day of their festival. But yeah, Christians send their children to these schools where they dress up as demons and goblins. Hallelujah. They go out with witches outfit and trick-or-treat asking for candy and they engage in these satanic things and the world cannot see the living Jesus but we have a time period this gospel of the kingdom must be preached I'm challenging every leader hallelujah Satan is preaching a demonic kingdom he is preaching it he's preaching pornography he's preaching abortion he's preaching hallelujah homosexual lifestyle Satan is preaching liquor drinking Satan is promoting it on television and on radio and in books and in TVs and if you and I as the church of Jesus Christ don't move quickly Satan is gonna preach his message around the world he's preaching Islam he is preaching Hinduism. He is preaching yoga. I can't believe there are so many Christians now. Ah, Bishop Jacob, you know about this. Yoga. Hallelujah. And the valley and all of these light festivals. They are celebrating the spirits, uh, hallelujah, they are trying to find a part to the spirit realm. What is yoga? Yoga is a way of going unto, hallelujah, the spirit realm without going through Jesus Christ. Using those, uh, every one of those symbols is a way to channel a uh, kata. Hallelujah. To get that spiritual power from the head down to the body. Hallelujah. The katras, the mantras. Hallelujah. To get power, to harness the power within. And each one of those symbols uh, uh, is an act of worship. But we have Christians now practicing yoga. And don't know they're coming under a demonic curse. We have Christians now piercing up their ears. We have Christians now tattooing their bodies. We have Christians now cutting up their skin. And we are living in a world where Satan has come in and he has deceived millions of people who are supposed to be on the front line. 
taken the gospel of the kingdom. They are bound by tattoos. They have piercings. They have tattoos. They are involved in idolatry. They are involved in idol worship. They are involved in pagan worship. They are involved in pagan celebration. And so they don't have the faith. They don't have the fire. They don't have the passion because they are bound. They have satanic yokes. And if that's you, you need a great deliverance. But Jesus has said this word that he has a kingdom that can break the yoke. You need to ask the Holy Spirit during this month of prayer and fasting uh, and however long you wanted to go to break the demonic demons in your life, to break the strongholds, to break the yoke of idolatry from your generation, to break it out of your ancestral line, break it because Satan finds that he has a legal hold this year of Kingdom 2021. The core principle is you and I must be delivered from satanic entanglements. Whether it's satanic pagan worships, hallelujah, I know this message in 2021 is going to shake the Christian world because the church has become slack and the church has become lax and the church has allowed every bit of garbage to filter in because we want to fit in. We want to be accepted. We want false prophets coming in and prophesying a word. What are they doing it by? They're doing it by familiar spirits. Some of these people call themselves prophets. They go to gurus. They go to spirit worlds. They go to demonic worlds. And they go to the rivers. And they go to the lakes. And they go to idols. And they get powers. And they come back. And they have false miracles. And they have false prophecy. How do you know? And if someone is operating in a false miracle and false power, it never gives Jesus praise. It always brings attention to the person. People who are in false worship, who are in false signs, wonders, and miracles, they always get the glory to them. I watch people. I watch many of them online, on social media. It always goes back to them. Send me a seed. I'm the miracle worker. I have the anointing. The devil is a liar. You don't have the anointing. The anointing belongs to Jesus. The power belongs to Jesus. The glory belongs to Jesus. The kingdom belongs to Jesus. Jesus said, I'm going to build my church. And if Jesus is building his church, give Jesus back his church. There are too many leaders. I watched them on television during this pandemic. The Lord stripped the church. I watched a leader the other day. He has one of the largest churches in the U.S. He, he was recording and it was only about 10 people in the whole auditorium that could fit up the 30,000 people. That's where he had to do his service from. And I said, Lord, what are you showing me? And I said it to Shalewa and we were praying and watching. And the Lord spoke to my spirit. Jesus said to me, as he's, I'm going to tell you what he said, I am taking my church back. We have made pastors and bishops and apostles and people on television networks and people in the U.S. and people in Canada and people in London. We have made them gods. We made them idols. Hallelujah. We made them, hallelujah, bigger than Jesus. They have taken the glory of Jesus and all of a sudden the pandemic in an empty podium. You know what that means? Empty church. Pews. Hallelujah. Man has spent millions and millions of dollars in the building and the pews and very little in the people. So the buildings are beautiful. The stained glasses are magnificent. 
The instruments are amazing. The technologies are wonderful. But the people are raggedy. The people are sick. The people are smoking dope. The people are smoking cigarettes. The people are strung on an alcohol. The people are in adulterous relationship. The people come in one way and leave broken. But the building is immaculate. The buildings are amazing. The, the lighting and the TV is amazing. Even in some of the biggest churches all throughout Africa, the churches were empty. And I said, Lord, you have taken your church back from man. You have taken it from man. It lets man know you could build a ministry of 20,000 and in one week it goes to 10 people. You're going to build uh, 30 years building a ministry and got a big mortgage on that building. And in one matter of a pandemic or shutdown, all of those people could be scattered. All that money that was coming in now has dropped to almost nothing. And in one year, all that money that you accumulated has to be spent out and a ministry can be closed. That's why we must preach the gospel of the kingdom and not the gospel of man. We're not to idolize men. I believe we should respect all leaders. You should respect the apostle, the prophet, the pastor, evangelist, and teacher. But we have gotten out of hand because we feel the glory is ours. We feel the power of God is ours. We feel we're very special. Hallelujah. And I remind people all the time that Judas was Jesus' apostle. Judas was an apostle Jesus chose himself. Judas was an apostle that walked with Jesus and he betrayed Jesus. So don't think because you're an apostle walking with Jesus you can't fall. And Judas turned around, betrayed Jesus, betrayed the disciples, turned around, hung himself, his body dropped to a valley or rocks below and he is in hell right now. Do not ever think because you're an apostle or a prophet or a bishop, you can't miss God and die and go to hell. Every day I pray, no matter how much you walk with God, it is never over. And no matter how much you walk with God, you have to stay on your face. In 2020, stay on your face. Stay humble before God. Know that the power and the glory in the kingdom is Jesus' own. Do not get in the way of the glory of God. Jesus, in it, the Bible says, God said, I will share my glory with no man. You see me here? I'm afraid of the glory of God. I reverence the glory of God. When the Lord said, get out of the way, I get out of the way. I don't want any man to worship me or idolize me. I'm a man just like you and I, capable of falling, capable of failing God. If I don't pray, if I don't stay on my face, if I don't stay humble before the Lord and listen to others as they tell me no and correct me, you must stay correctable. You must stay in 2020 of the ability to stay humble, be able to be corrected. Hallelujah. There are many pastors who are falling now all around the world and every nation. They are falling. I was listening on TV. A well-known pastor who died. He was an apologist. He died a few months ago. Now there is scandal coming out that for the last five years he was involved in an illicit sexual behavior. Hallelujah. That shook me. Hallelujah. Pastors are falling. Leaders are falling. Why? Because hallelujah you must stay on your face. You must stay humble. 
You and I must remind ourselves it is not our might, it's not our power, it's we are working for our master and the name of that master is Jesus and we are to follow him and we are to tell people to follow Jesus, not follow us. Follow me, Paul said, as I follow Christ and if I follow Christ and if you're following Jesus with me, we can go together. But even if I make a mistake, someone ought to know Jesus good enough to say, laugh, go get it right. You are going off course. Someone ought to be bold enough to say, Andrew, you're going off course. Someone ought to be bold enough to say, Jacob, come on now. You're making the wrong decision. Come back to the Lord. And you ought to be humble enough to say, yes, I was wrong. Lord, I repent. People of God, I repent. I'm sorry. I made a mistake. I, I messed up on God. And come back to the Lord. But we got a bunch of showtime people. We got a bunch of Bollywood, Hollywood, and Nollywood superstars in the church. And they wouldn't give Jesus back his church. And Jesus said, I must preach the kingdom of God. Third point, you and I are obligated to preach the kingdom of God. I am concerned of the messages I'm hearing now. All types of messages now. How to interpret dreams. How to interpret prophecy. How to, you know, uh, what is all of that? Every time you look, I want to prophesy to you. That's the new ministry now. Nothing about the kingdom. I can prophesy to you all day. That doesn't get you any closer to the kingdom of Jesus Christ. So I've failed. I can come and I can tell you about your dream and what you dreamt last night and what your dream means. Did that get you closer to preaching the kingdom of Jesus Christ to a lost world? And so when Jacob sent me that that. Uh, information in the platform of how much evangelism is needed for India. I was amazed and I cried in my spirit because it means for the last 2,000 years we have not touched the nations like we should. We have been too busy with all these other activities. We have lost the focus and people have not even heard the name of Jesus in some nations yet. And we've had conference and we've had seminars and we Bible training and we've had Bible degrees and we've had Bible schools and thank God for all of that but has that reached the lost world has that reached the 2040 2040 window has that reached the Middle East that is dominated by Islam I was looking at something in Algeria North Africa 98% Islam I read that last week and I nearly cried because I said Lord all of this preaching all of this teaching all of these prophets online all these prophets on Facebook all of these prophets on TV all of these prophets on radio everyone prophesying why don't you prophesy to Algeria where it's 98% Muslim I don't want just another word. I need a word to reach nations that have never heard the name of Jesus. Huh? But they're busy prophesying because it's money. They want money. They want uh, opportunity to be on a platform to preach. And that's what they want. They don't want to uh, prophesy to Algeria. They don't want to prophesy to Pakistan and say, Thus said the Lord, God is going to send a revival and save the whole nation. They don't want to speak to New Zealand. They don't want to speak to Afghanistan and say, Lord, open up the doors of Afghanistan to receive the gospel. They don't want to speak uh, and prophesy over Sri 
Lanka. They don't want to speak over Bangladesh. They don't want to speak over Indonesia and say, Lord, break the stronghold of Islam and cause the gospel to go into the nation. Cause people to hear about Jesus. Feel his power. Feel his glory. Be transformed and cause a mighty wave of your glory to fill that nation. We've lost focus, but I'm hearing the Spirit of the Lord say He is looking for some people this year who don't want just a house and a car and some money and some clothes. He's looking for some people who say, Lord, give me the nations as my inheritance. I'm hungry for nations, people of God. I want the nations to come to the glory of Jesus. I want the cities. I want every people group. Hallelujah. Indian, Native American Indian, indigenous people. Hallelujah. Africans, European, uh, uh, Native Australians, uh, hallelujah, indigenous tribes, uh, hallelujah, of South America and of uh, Southeast Asia, hallelujah, the Oriental, hallelujah, praise God, those in the Himalayan regions, uh, hallelujah, those in Northern Africa, Algeria, those uh, tribal people of Malawi, oh, those tribal hallelujah, groups, uh, hallelujah, I want to see them come to the saving grace of the Lord. That is what the Lord is looking for this year. We've had it all. Do you realize that the pandemic showed us that a house can't save you, a car can't save you, you could have money in the bank, the money couldn't save you from corona. Only the Spirit of God could have saved you from the corona infection. Only the Spirit of God could have provided for you and I during the lockdowns, when the lockdown took place, when you didn't know where to find food from. Didn't he provide food for you? Shout hallelujah. Didn't he send food for you? Didn't he send provision for you and I? Didn't, were we able to eat and drink water Somehow people died from hunger. Somehow people couldn't find food. Somehow people weren't able to make it. But you and I are here today. It's because of the glory of God. I must preach the kingdom of God to other cities also. For therefore am I sent. Why was Jesus sent? It's right here to preach the gospel of the kingdom. Thank you angels. Share this. Jesus was uh, uh, sent to preach the gospel of the kingdom. How did the church get off focus from that? How did we do that? Let's turn to now. Next core principle of the kingdom. Deuteronomy chapter 6. Are you with me? If you're with me, shout hallelujah. Like this and share this. I'm getting ready to close out in a few minutes. Turn to Deuteronomy chapter 6. Only God can save us. Only Him can provide. Only Him can make provision for us. Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 4. Listen to me. One of the greatest strategies of the enemy is to devour who Jesus is. Now watch this. If we're going to preach the dying world, they must hear this. Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 4. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. Hallelujah. That's an apostolic teaching, Andrew. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. Jesus, the Father, Son. What a powerful word today. Didn't Apostle truly bless your heart? You know, Jesus really and truly is the foundation of the kingdom of God. And so we thank you so much for joining us. We speak blessings over you. 
until we meet again next time here on Kingdom Come Now broadcast. Yours truly, Shalewa Corley and Kingdom Apostolic Ministries International, our Apostle Dr. Kilapo Corley, signing out. <laughs>